wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Morning. Hello from Utah. Happy yeah. Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy White Hat Wednesday. Yeah. We need to like have a different theme song just for White you Hat just Wednesday. Created one. Well, I that's my theme song for just about everything that I do when I'm brushing or putting toothpaste on my toothbrush. Yeah. We laugh everything. Same thing. I've got a theme song. They all sound pretty similar. But yeah. yeah and good. also voices yeah, for yeah. all of the things. All Jim creatures. teases me all the time because a fly is. <laughs> He's got noises. And He's sounds. chasing after a fly, and I'm over there going, <laughs> You missed me. Makes <laughs> it all entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's fun. Yeah. We have uh, a good time. Good. So yeah, um, Wednesday, we got uh, some announcements. Just remind everybody, mm-hmm. September 24th through 26th, right around the corner for Marietta. Yeah. We got LHPH Capital coming up on mm-hmm. October 12th through 14th. And I'll say it again, if you haven't looked at leasing, and especially if you're new, you might want to have a look at leasing. Yeah. So San Diego would be a great opportunity to get dipped in leasing in just a short period of time. And we will be there broadcasting yeah. live. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a Chatting good... with all the people. Yeah, and if you have never been to San Diego... Wow. Um, San Diego is one of the most temperate. Is that the right word? I think so. Yeah. So it it maintains a temperature there, like year mm-hmm. round. That's something pretty. It's Very spectacular. Steady. Buenos dias, and yes, it's a beautiful day in Utah. So hello, oh, Facebook user. That's got to be Adrian down in Cedar City. Ah, maybe. It Good is. Morning. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Um. Any other? No other announcements? Well, the, um, no. Well, I'm going to be blowing up some people I, by text uh, message today, um, so we Marietta can. Marietta is coming I said, up. I said you that. Already said that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So we got um, we got some other things we need to get scheduled for the upcoming. Um, the, the podcast the, our guests and so i'll be reaching Good out morning. to some people and nailing some that stuff down. um if you guys Sorry. are if you're making a or commenting on this if you scroll down a little bit in the actual feed it'll say give us permission to use your name mm-hmm. um so and i know some of you do that and i think that it kind of reset um a lot of the people because yeah, you know so. yeah there's different people it's like, hey, we used to... so um so if just you want to remain that, anonymous yes. because you're wanted by the law yes just stay as a facebook user right. um hopefully you're not wanted by the law but right. oh well it seems unlikely it does seem unlikely these are these are buy here pay your dealers these are nice folks you know uh, so yeah so let's especially some, if they're listening to White Hat Wednesday, then course. they then they are like, yeah, we're already on the right hey, track. There's my friend Dale Richards from uh, Salt Lake City. Great to have you here, Dale. And uh, and some of our uh, Hi, some of our listeners on the podcast, Dale met the other Utah Dale Richards not long ago. So he's the our, our guy who's the uh, business valuation expert. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there for our event in March. Yeah. yeah, Dale S. Richards. Yeah, so good to hear so from welcome. you, Dale Richards, um, and hope to see you again you. one day soon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we uh, today's White Hat Wednesday. I think we've determined this would be about our 68th or 69th um, mm-hmm. broadcast of mm-hmm. White Hat Wednesday. So it's just about helping uh, dealers think about what it looks like to be a White Hat dealer. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, for, for those who mm-hmm. might be hearing it for the first time, White Hat is really just a, 
kind of a tie back to a, a Western cowboy, sort of the quote unquote good mm -hmm. guy or gal, um, you know, yeah. in, in the marketplace in this case. So that's and what it, it's kind of exciting. You know, we've we've been talking white hat stuff for a while and um, and we now have a um, some some people that are we're working with that uh, um, we're nailing out some agreement things with mm -hmm. them, but uh, we've been talking an awful lot with them about what White Hat Way means because um, they're they're going to be really helping us with uh, you know some branding things and and messaging and all of that, and it's just it's been really good to articulate again. Um, and the more we articulate, the clearer and the clearer and the clearer and the clearer. And so, you know, we've told people when we did the um, the announcement uh, earlier this month with uh, Tim Lawrence and Tim Bird um, about them stepping in as founding sponsors to help really move what it is that we're doing forward. Um, you know, we told you then that that you're going to see um, see things starting to happen that yeah. um, that that are, that's just going to benefit everybody. And sure. we're just, we're super, super excited um, about all of that. But um, so today, you know, we're, we're asked all the time, like, what is, uh, you know, what is a white hat dealer? What is, you know, what does white hat way mean and all of that. And so we wanted to kind of talk about today about how white hat buy here, pay here dealers and lease here, pay here dealers win more customers and so what is it that that differentiates um because it is a philosophy it is it's you know yeah there's yeah. a lot like there's a there's a pretty wide you know net that you could cast over all mm -hmm. this it's a pretty you know broad thing but i would say when we think about you know what it looks like to be a buy here, a buy here payer dealer who's a white hat dealer mm -hmm. that's about um, a long game, right? That's about thinking about tomorrow, think, thinking or starting your business or operating your business yeah. every day with the end in mind. And that has a lot to do with customer success. Mm -hmm. You know, we have this yeah. unique thing in buy here, payer where we have a long relationship with the customer. You know, mm -hmm. it's a long contract and, and we have an ongoing relationship. So all the things that we think about is not just how to help attract customers, but how to keep them actively engaged yeah. and happy in your portfolio, continuing to do business with you, referring friends and family, yeah. all those kinds of things. And, you know, we, it's, there's a lot of different ways of doing this business and um, white hat way are for those dealers that really want to see their customers succeed that aren't, you know, the, and, and there are other business models where it's like, we get people in a car and, you know, and, and we, we, we anticipate each vehicle is probably going to have three different butts and seats, um, all of that. But this, uh, what's kind of one of the first differentiators of white hat way dealers um, is that they really do have, their customers' best interest at heart and want them to succeed. They want them to either trade up or pay off. Yeah. That's that's like that's their goal. Trade yeah, up continue to do or pay off. Because one of the things we talk about with White Hat Way, this long-term approach, mm -hmm. and we talk about um, and I, I every once in a while when I bring this, we bring this up to dealers or, or others that understand that a typical contract in buy here, pay here is right now hovering around four years, right? Mm -hmm. And when we say white hat dealers 
when they have someone that comes in, they're treating them like they're going to be a 10 year customer. Not that you're going to have a contract that goes 10 years, but that that 10 years, that's like are we anticipate with how we develop this relationship that we're going to see at least three cycles of cars um, with this customer and then some. Mm -hmm. So it's a 10 year approach to your relationship with your customer. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, all the things that we talked about this morning, we, I listed four just kind of large tips, Mm -hmm. kind of big picture tips. And and so the, the first place would really be around pricing and business model, like, Mm -hmm. you know, pricing being part of the business model and part of the business approach. Let's just think about how would we structure our business? If we're thinking long-term and we're thinking, you know, success of the customer, then there would be a number of things that we would incorporate in our business model and strategy that would, that would be different potentially for a white hat dealer versus somebody who's not thinking that way. Well, and when we have new clients that come in and and they're just getting, because we, we, we work with a lot of brand new and help them get into, get into business and get all of the, the, the pieces moving that, you know, they're both through. So what should we price? And Jim, what's the first question you ask them? Oh, so how do you want to be known in your community? Like if you, when you're setting pricing, you have to mm-hmm. think about really, how do you, how do you want consumers to perceive you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, and, and, and your team, I mean, your entire team, salespeople, they're affected by all these things as well. So, mm-hmm. so we just think, you know, when you look at general business model, how do you, if you're thinking long-term mm-hmm. and, and there would how be would you be different than, than, um, you know, I think, a, a, like what is a white hat type of pricing business model? So a couple things come to mind quickly. One, I would be pricing, um, with less gross profit, less markup per vehicle. Again, I'm thinking long term. Mm-hmm. I may have lower, lower than if I'm certainly going to be below the state cap. And listen, this is a whole separate episode. And we have some mm-hmm. uh, folks coming to the podcast in the future to talk about interest rate and why some dealers chose to charge less interest. So, so they're, they're, those would be examples. And so, I, I probably would be advising our clients not to charge the state max, whatever mm-hmm. the state allows. Yes, we need to have some markup. Yes, we need to have uh, a good margin and, and a higher interest rate because of the risk that is uh, the, our business. But we we can position ourselves, and when we're thinking long term, and we think about having that customer finance with us and be in that car for two years and then trade into another car, then when we think that way, yeah. it's going to affect how we approach. Or pricing. even if they're paying off, because one of the reasons why we have higher interest rates is because you know the the typical. Um, cycle of of uh, a vehicle and a customer is that something happens and then they're out of the loop and so you know you for a lot of dealers out there it's like we just don't see um coming to an end of a contract which is why higher interest rates all of those kind of things because it's to mitigate risk well let's say that you aren't you don't need that that mitigating as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still going to need it, but even if you move that needle by 12 deals a year, to, you know, um, or uh, two deals a month that, that you just, it's like, we're in this and we're going to see two more people a month that they're, our goal is, is that they're going to pay this car off. They're going to, or they're going to trade up. And so you don't, there's not as much risk to mitigate. Yeah. And I think one of the things I did not list among our tips, and it's again another one of those larger subjects that we've we've 
addressed in some fashion in prior episodes, but it's this thing about um, incorporating in this business model mm-hmm. um, reward in addition to the punitive approach that is collections. Mm-hmm. So when we look at the entire business model, yeah. one of the things that I find across our industry, and it's not just true of our industry, but you know, when we think about basic human behavior and basic human psychology, we know that it's common. We, we know that reward and punishment are among the things that go into affecting behavior. And what I find is that in our industry, we're pretty heavy on punitive, but we're not so good on the reward side of, you know, rewarding good behavior, you know, um, you know, for customers who are doing what we ask them to do. We're not so good about rewarding that. And so I think this would be part of business approach for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, it would be just kind of- and, and so I, I added it as a bonus tip. Um, like that if you have a reward program in your business or in, in your model, and that can be referral rewards that could be, you know, you make your payment on time so many times and you get entered into a drawing for, you know, a $200 gas card mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just, it's having something that is, is a reward. Um, and uh, yeah. So among the other things we talk about with clients, especially when they're new is kind of this, this piece that I'll call a give back element. Mm-hmm. So let's suppose you are going to charge that high interest rate. You can create a program where you give back to your consumers, uh, those who perform well and have solutions. So whether that's actual physical rewards in the way of gift cards and and oil changes, Mm -hmm. or whether you're actually giving them something physical, or you have other methods of rewarding the customer, the idea is still to just earn that customer again and again, day after day. And even Mm -hmm. if it's as simple as, thank you, we see that this is your third consecutive on-time payment, thank you. Like just some acknowledgement mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. is going to go a long way in terms of people yeah. are paying attention. Yeah. We, we see that customers mm-hmm. are working hard to get those payments yeah. into you. And so just a simple thank it, you. For it the also, effort. you know, we've, we've talked about this in prior episodes that like, if you have some kind of reward for on-time payments over a certain period of time, that is such a great tool for your collectors. Sure. It's like, oh, we're one payment away from you being able to X. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a little bit of a carrot too, to, you know, hey, and you know, for whatever sure. it is that, that it is that you're doing. So let's yeah. move on to the next one. Yeah, of course. Um, um, so tip two, team hiring and training. So, you know, this came to my mind not long ago because we were working with a company that um, I was able to say to them, you know, I know a lot about you as founders, directors of this company because of the people that you choose to put on your team and how they represent you as a company. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's think about how that extends to the typical buy here, payer dealer that we meet, you know, when. When if we're trying to operate a white hat business and we're trying to be good neighbors in our community, then obviously the people that we choose to hire and how they represent us in dialogue across the organization, Mm -hmm. in dialogue with customers, dialogue with vendors, how do they represent us? And then training to support that, you know, uh, that's also part of how you would would get there. But how do you incorporate a white hat element in your business across Mm -hmm. the organization? Like it's, it's, it's got to permeate the whole thing. And so, so how would we do that? Well, it's going to be largely team. They're the ones that are out there Mm -hmm. having those dialogues and, and, you know, having conversations, whether it's customers, other people in other departments in the business, whether it's the vendors that we interact with, Mm -hmm. those folks are going to be the, the face and, and verbiage 
you know, of yeah. our company. Yeah. And, you know, your team is so vital for uh, just your business period. And, you know, we, we hear all the time about how do we hire people? We're having a problem. Da, 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 da. Um, that one of the things that we've talked about this uh, many times before is that that a paycheck is important to people today and it is becoming more and more important to our prospective teams that they also have a purpose. And, and you know, you hear if you get into to YouTube or some of these other and inspirational, whatever, how do you inspire your, your team? Purpose is something that is it's really important right now. Um, and it's becoming more important and it's not going to go away. That's, That's it's I think it's just going to get bigger. And so the purpose side of it is if you really are clear, you know, you're a white hat dealer and you're clear about what it is that our core principles are mm -hmm. and and, you know, that this like we really do do we're trying to help we're you know we and so that your team can go home feeling good about how they helped someone and changed the lives and that you're celebrating that as a team it's like tell me about your things what was your best uh, best story for the week you know whatever that is that's really really a beautiful thing to add with the teams another piece you know we talked about rewards how just think picture in your mind if you will that uh, <laughs> you know you have like that that gas card or whatever that's going out to someone this month because they made their payments for six months in a row and that your collector that usually handles that account is the one that takes it or gives it to them and so that they're able to and, and because dealers i know that we love the spotlight but if we can start to put our team in the spotlight of like, I'm giving back to the community, I'm helping people, that is such a beautiful thing as well. For yeah. um, And it's just that purpose piece mm -hmm. with hiring, training. Yeah, and as I hear you describe that, I can imagine some dealers will say, well, gosh, I don't, we don't even let our collectors use their real name when they're collecting. Like, I don't know if we want to do that. And I would say, let's oh, ask ourselves, what does that represent? Yeah. So we don't need to go into yeah. all that today, but I'm yeah. just saying that I hear it's, that from some dealers. That's part of transparency. It's like, you know, these are who, this is who we are. And, you know, we just, we are part of our community. Yeah, that, we're, that good, kind of we're thing. good neighbors. Yeah. So yeah, we'd be happy to have our name and face on it. Exactly. So um, now after sale, engagement and support. This, this is tip you could, number three. You can say that this is part after of business sale, strategy and, and model. Yeah. But it's like we, part of how we, when I talk about, Keeping customers, like it's been said, we've heard Ken Shilson say for decades, this idea that, you know, it's not about buyer payers, not so much about selling. It's about keeping the customer sold, keeping them mm -hmm. on the road and keeping them mm -hmm. uh, performing because we, we need them to uh, to be able to stay in the car and have success because one, that we have to get to a place where we're profitable in the, in the business arrangement mm -hmm. with the customer, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And then we also are going to earn more repeat and referral business and all that kind of stuff the longer the customer stays with us. So when we think about it in that way, mm -hmm. we need to think about having solutions after the sale yes. to, one, engage the customer and maintain a level of mm -hmm. relationship. And I would say... You know, we talk about it and we'll, we'll talk more about this in future episodes, I'm sure. But it's this idea of making trust deposits with mm -hmm. your customer. It's like we continue to make deposits and, and assure them and making and keep them engaged. And we we continue to reassure them that we're here. We're still who we were the day you bought the yeah. car. We're still here to support you. 
And then you think about support. So part of that is actual dialogue and interaction. And then the other piece would be solutions, tools, tools yeah. ways to solve problems yeah. when the customer does like have a reinsurance hiccup. is one option it's right there. Option. Yeah. yeah. That, it, um, those it, kind of tools having, um, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like there can be a number of different ways mm -hmm. that you support the customer, but it needs to be communicated clearly so that the, when the customer does have a setback, they're mm -hmm. not just sitting at home shopping for their next car because they don't know what to do. They're they're thinking mm -hmm. you're not going to help them because That's of past happens. experience with other dealers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So many and so, you know, there's there's a lot of things we've talked about in previous episodes about um, this that, that fall in this after sale engagement and support. One thing is is and we've seen it really be very successful in some of the dealers that uh, dealerships that we've worked with is is having someone that's dedicated in your team as the customer advocate mm -hmm. and so their engagement and ad, that's what their job is is about engagement and and they're the advocate they're the ones that are like uh so if you're doing videos after the sale to say, hey, just wanted to remind you about this, you know, those three minute kind of TikTok -y videos, we're just want to remind you about this feature or this, you know, this this solution for support and, you know, that we have this referral thing. And and so, you know, over the course of uh, a week or two after buying the, the vehicle, that that customer advocate or whoever it is on your team, they're seeing a face, they're getting something that is like, hey, just wanted to remind you of the stuff. Mm -hmm. And then that customer um, advocate, um, uh, customer support uh, person is, you know, you, that, that person can be responsible for getting a newsletter out once a, once a month with mm -hmm. like, these are the things that are happening. And this is who won the, the, the gas card this month. And mm -hmm. this who won, this is who, you know, we did a coloring contest of something. And, and so this little kid here is getting a backpack with all the school supplies or whatever it is, is it so that they're the ones that are driving. Um, they can, it's really helpful to have someone on the team. Cause I know dealers are busy mm -hmm. having someone on the team that 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 can you can work with that is driving this customer engagement this after sale engagement when we talk to dealers and we go to conferences is probably the number one thing that dealerships struggle with hmm. and it's like it's the the because the age of ACH where it's we no longer see our customers and they're no longer coming in to bring, you know, we see some of them, no ongoing but there's no ongoing relationship where you're having touch points with them frequently. And, you know, that they're able and, to. And what do we know about long distance relationships on a personal work? <laughs> yeah. Especially hard. if you're having a long distance relationship and you just don't talk to them. No, there's no communication. It's like, oh, well, I found a new friend here <laughs> <laughs> really quickly. Yeah. People yeah. like to feel engaged and connected, right? Okay. Okay. So we're, yeah, this yeah. is relationship we 101. Digress. We should we should start so, a new podcast. Yeah. So the you know, you kinda of, that's a bonus tip. And I would say for those <laughs> who uh, haven't seen it, you could do a search in our playlist mm -hmm. on YouTube for customer advocacy. Like we've yes. done whole episodes around mm -hmm. customer advocacy as a as an approach, because, you know, just in the simplest way to think about it, if you had an entirely new hire, if you budgeted mm -hmm. for one new hire and that person could save you 10, 15 mm -hmm. charge offs a year, mm -hmm. 
what they pay their own way. Yeah, and and the know? dealerships. Um, one of the dealerships that that we we helped put and get this going is that customer advocate as well handles all of the scheduling. They do their repairs out. Um, they have a reinsurance pro program, mm -hmm. but they're they're the ones that it's like they're the contact. Sure. They're the ones that are out there just working with the um, working with the customer. So it's off the 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 collector's plate, all of that kind of stuff, and it's also off the salesperson's plate because it's like that's the person that the customer has a relationship. So that's the person that they're probably going to call when they have a problem. Sure. So they've they're developing relationships. So. That's last, last topic one. number four. Yeah. So I purposefully spelled affective Instead with an of effective. A. So we know we know what effective looks like. That that would be successful and in you know well performing, um, you know advertising. I suppose marketing. I'm talking about affective quite purposefully here because I'm I'm thinking about all the intangibles mm, that, I love that word. would be. Um, <laughs> you know affective how could we affect as a verb how could we influence the customer in our marketing and the entire community anybody mm -hmm. that sees the commercial even or the the ad or video that is not currently our customer maybe they'll never be our customer but they may refer somebody next week they may have an employee who needs mm -hmm. a car next week or whatever that looks like i'm simply suggesting when we can get our marketing to invoke emotion mm -hmm. and Connection. can build trust mm -hmm. And so this is not about used cars. This is about getting creating a marketing campaign that affects the people that come in contact with the campaign. Mm -hmm. And so ideally that would, again, permeate the entire marketing campaign approach. But it's like shifting from selling used cars mm -hmm. with valve cover leaks and whatever else. I mean, they're imperfect yeah. used cars and we're out there trying to outsell the competition. <laughs> yeah. And here's an opportunity when we can move to marketing that is affective and builds trust, it conveys emotion. It starts to resonate with the customer who is going to be, and we talked a while back about sticky customers. Mm -hmm. I think some of these kind of things also can help to have sticky employees. Again, whole separate subject, this idea of people, they say they say folks yeah. today don't have any loyalty as employees. And I would say, I think there's a way to get there. It's, it's and, yeah. And, and yeah. some of these kind of things we're talking about today would be ways to, yeah. to have purpose around what you do, mm -hmm. uh, create marketing that helps people understand the authentic mm -hmm. version of you. Like when you're a white hat dealer and you're authentic and you are building trust in the community, mm -hmm. then you know, having affective marketing campaigns can make a big difference. And so it could be just one more way to have sticky customers, mm -hmm. sticky employees, and start to sell yourself as a dealer across the community, your team. It's just like you as a company, sell, sell your, your magic, you know, mm -hmm. across your community. And, and so is there magic? I bet there is. And you just have to learn is. how to tap into it and tell yeah. the story. We're, and I'm, I really love this is that I've, I've, um, I've been seeing that other uh, dealers and people that do marketing pieces um, are, are there, there, there is a shift happening. 
mm-hmm. um, where it is becoming less and less about the car and it's about the financing. You know, it's like the first place to go is like it's about the financing, guys. So how do we help people through the financing? And I'm seeing, too, which I'm just I, I I'm always perusing like the Facebook stuff and all of that. More and more dealers are like spotlighting their employees. Mm-hmm. Meet so and so. He likes to fish with his toes. Whatever it is, <laughs> I want to meet the dude. Yeah. I want to meet the person yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but you know, spotlighting their employees because it 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 um, it like this person da 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 da, um, and that you're also when you're doing effect affective marketing you are creating a story as well. And so we start to get deep and we're telling stories. We, we might even be telling like um, yeah, we've, we've used Tommy as an example too. It's like they, this person came in and, and they really needed a, this for that. And, and we, so we, we, and telling the story um, and not just congratulations. And well, that's fantastic. So don't, you know, do, I don't want to dismiss congratulations. So-and-so with a picture and all that, because that is um, uh, like a, a way of connecting, but let's go the next step and let's start to tell the story and, 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 and like engage engage in those um those social media posts with the people it's like oh i'm just like that too yeah and it's not because it's like everybody needs a car and everyone's going to buy a car eventually and so that's a that's a low bar for connecting with potential customers right so when we start to tell a story in um in like we just sold this thing or this is you know something that we're doing and we're telling a story and people are like oh i get that i'm like that or if they, you know, and well, if, if they're friends of the customer, then, you know, other people are going to go click. You, you, we all know how like Facebook works, right? So when, when you have a customer that you've asked to follow your page or follow you, and then you put something out there and there it's coming up on their feed and they like it, then all of a sudden it's going to start showing up a little bit for all of their friends and their ecosystem. And so when you can start doing things that your current customers are like, heck, I like that. That's cool. Like mm-hmm. you start to grow that in a very a pretty organic way. And there's, you know, we, we've also, I love Anna Marie's out there is like boosting posts. Let's work on ads. And so using even those stories as your ads mm-hmm. um, and then putting some money and some, some analytics yeah. behind that too. And I think one other, uh, Want to reference here would be our recent presentation in Arizona. It's over on our playlist for BHPH Nation TV, and you can talk about. I think our title was three simple ways to create more sales, and the biggest mm-hmm. part of that theme of that presentation was about building trust. And I think yeah. part of the way you build trust is we talk about known, liked, and trusted. Well, you first kind of have to get to know people. And one example I came across recently: most of us, you know, been. Um, to a Starbucks, or if you even see your Starbucks in your local grocery store, then I noticed that they had little pop-ups out front that have their usual featuring the pumpkin spice latte. Or whatever, but <laughs> Sorry, thing that, everyone's yeah, ears perked. What? Yeah, what? Okay. That's how you, so, but one of the things they were doing and uh-huh. all their permanent stuff and in their uh, chalkboard type of um, pieces were introducing their team. 
-hmm. like the person on staff, this is, are you, you know, watching whatever. that happen? It's yeah. not just we're it's, it's, we're not asking you to do something that other businesses are seeing as effective. So if a company as big mm -hmm. as Starbucks recognizes that, and they're starting to mm -hmm. personalize the interaction and allow the people who are buying coffee to get to know the barista behind the counter, what, mm -hmm. why, what's the purpose of that? Like, why, why, did, why does that matter? So I'm just saying Starbucks has figured out that that, that can matter. And certainly to me as a consumer, it mm -hmm. matters. Yeah. And so I would say when we learn as dealers in the buy here, pay here space to let's get authentic, let's allow people to get to know us. And especially if we're operating with white hat practices and we do have the, the success of the customer in mind in the end, then don't be afraid to tell that story. Yeah. And um, and so if you need some help with it, reach out to us. I mean, we're 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 helping dealers all the time try to to get that dialed in. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's really just like I say, it's about from for me, affective marketing would mm -hmm. be about authenticity and and trust very heavily. You know, mm -hmm. in those areas, we'd be leaning on that a lot. And so and, and emotion It's just about and emotions a lot of times is told through story, right. um, not an announcement. People don't typically, uh, you know, unless it's tragic or something, it's like people experience emotion when you are telling you're you're engaging them and they're bringing them into a story mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be something like a post that's you know you got to click see more yeah. it can be just you know something really quick and and um telling a story so they can it's like oh i'm like that sure. oh i've had that problem too couldn't get the kids to soccer practice mm -hmm. um you know my car broke down on the highway and i you know i was left stranded mm -hmm. i just whatever it is that got them there mm -hmm. you know, tell that story so let's review really quick the 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 different things that okay. we talked about um tip one was your pricing and business model mm -hmm. Um, tip two was your team hiring and training. And that's where we came in with the bonus of, of um, some different rewards as well right. um, that are part of that. And the rewards are also um, weaves into after sale engagement and support mm -hmm. and then effective, affective, not effective yeah. marketing is like elicit an emotion as a verb. As yeah. a verb, it's like people want to engage with right. what it is that you're doing with your marketing. Um, right. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's what we got. Thanks for, for tuning in, folks. Yeah. We'll see you back here Friday. I've got lots of fun ideas uh, for topics for the upcoming weeks here. So mm -hmm. stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll be bringing you uh, guests and experts to uh, add to the conversation. In the meantime, thanks for tuning in. Have a great Wednesday. Have a great day, guys. Thanks so much. We will see you on Friday.